I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. To this song is yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians, and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 253. Our guests today on the podcast are the New Pornographers. The Canadian Music Collective have just released their ninth studio record entitled Continue as a Guest, and we're joined by frontman AC Newman on the podcast to discuss the brand new record. Quickly, before we jump into today's episode, we're going to very kindly ask that you go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever app you use, and then go and follow us across all of our socials. I know it sounds like a broken record at this point and a little bit cliche, but we honestly have so many exciting things lined up for the next few months, so you're going to want to make sure that you're up to date when we announce these items All of our social details can be found in the show notes of this podcast episode. Our guests today are the New Pornographers. Starting out in 1997, the Canadian supergroup was the coming together of a number of brilliant musical minds within the indie scene at that time. Starting out as more of a collective, it featured artists like Carl Newman, Nico Case, John Collins and others, and ended up becoming a supergroup in its own right while also spurning out other bands such as Destroyer and Immaculate Machine. Over the last 20-something years, the band has put out nine studio records, with Blender Magazine calling their debut record, Bass Romantic, the 24th best indie album of all time back in 2007. While they've seen some members come and go, their roots have always stayed true to the power pop and indie rock that they create so well. And a few weeks ago, they released their ninth studio record, which is entitled Continue as a Guest. While in a very busy promo cycle, we were able to spend a little bit of time with frontman AC Newman to discuss the brand new record. We talk about the process for this record and how it differed from those records before. Uh, We spoke to AC about how releasing a record differs every time that the band seemed to get together and their continued surprise at the love of the band. Uh, We also do try and chat with him about whether there's any Australian dates that are coming anytime soon. You will have to wait till the end of the episode to get to that info, Um, but this chat is definitely worth a listen. We have put all the band details in the show notes so you can go and follow both the New Pornographers and AC Newman on social media And we want to say a massive thank you to Chris from Chris Hamilton Publicity for his help with this episode. Here is our chat with AC Newman from The New Pornographers. I did a thing for Spin Magazine where... They wanted me to talk about a record that got unfairly treated. 
And mm-hmm. so I talked about I talked about some loud thunder by clap your hands, say yeah. You know, and I was just talking about I was just talking about how, you know, being a fair weather fan and you know how sometimes a record's great, but it doesn't click for some weird reason. But anyways, I it it posted and then people start writing to me. Like I posted it on Twitter <laughs> and people start asking me questions about it on Twitter. And I'm thinking, this isn't interactive. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like like when I was reading Rolling Stone magazine when I was a teenager, I didn't get to write everybody in the article <laughs> and ask follow-up <laughs> questions or ask them, like, why did you say that? It's like, no, it's, that's done. The interview's finished. He posted it. Like, I'm not talking to you about it. Exactly. It is, um, it is not a, it's, what is it? It's almost like a, uh, it's not a discussion or a discourse. It is just a, an opinion that is then ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's, yeah, but I mean, it's my, it's my own fault for being there to see it. I have to remember, <laughs> you know, cause it's very easy, but you know, it's, so, but you know, some, sometimes you just want to go on Twitter and see what's happening, but then you realize, oh wait, I'm being inundated by people I don't really want to talk to. So I guess I mm-hmm. should leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to a party. It's, I guess it's like going to a party, you know? Some parties are fun. Sometimes the wrong people just start talking to you and you say, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I can't do this. <laughs> um, very quickly, before we go any further, I just want to say welcome to Carl Newman from the New Pornographers to This Song Is Yours. Um, Carl, thank you very much for joining us oh, on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Um, we've already kind of gotten into the conversation before we've done the intros, but uh, we are here to talk about a brand new New Pornographer's record continue as a guest um, yeah. and and getting into it kind of already is that from my understanding, the themes of this record do kind of deal with what we've been discussing uh, in terms of this odd living online kind of post-pandemic life of what is almost becoming everyone's new norm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it is. Um, you know, also like, the, the the idea of being isolated and asking yourself like how much do you like it you know like if you're if you're a kind of introverted person sometimes you know there are points where i thought you know i like this <laughs> i like <laughs> i like i like i like being in my my own little world and um you know and i think yeah maybe this is a maybe this is an okay way to live uh but i don't you know without without the illness you know without without people dying um but uh, yeah, I think it it was hard to write anything in the last few years and not and not have that be something that's on your mind. And just the 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 isolation and and the way that the only way we had to connect with people was was online, you know. Uh, which you know, I I did not like that much. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who. It- is in an indie band that is uh, like known for being a collective and like a um, uh, like a, a meeting of the musical minds. I imagine that yeah, a, a period of time where everyone has to be separated is something that is maybe not as not um, normal. But I want to say it is, it's it's not your usual kind of setting. Um, you know, in a way, it was the usual kind of setting because we've always been long distance. Like, like Nico has rarely lived in the same town with us. I mean, I, I left Vancouver at the end of 2005 
So I've been I've been in upstate New York. And so we've always been kind of long distance. So I think recording during the pandemic was easier for us than it was for most people. Like we've always mm-hmm. we've always been used to just trying to like book it when we can. Like our our drummer was visiting family in New Hampshire. And I said, you know, you're close. Let's go into a studio for two days. And I didn't even know what I was recording. I just thought, <laughs> let's, I'll, I'll, I'm, I've got songs I'm working on. Just drum on as many songs as you can in two days. And let's see, let's see where we get to. And that's how we've, that's how we've always done it. Um, and Nico lives about five hours from me. And she was one of the few people we saw during the pandemic. So ironically, I feel like I saw more of Nico than I do in, in regular times. Uh, it's very strange. Like I'd go up to her place or she'd come here. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that was definitely, there was def- definitely some irony there. Um, but yeah, I think, I think other bands working long distance is a much stranger thing where it's kind of normal for us. How, I guess, were you guys previously for, um, for past records, we've got, um, like challenges. Uh, I'm not going to go too far back to the early two thousands just because of technology restraints maybe, but is recording remotely something that you guys had done previously where it was just record parts, send them over and kind of add and build it that way. Um, it, it was very rare in the past when we did it, it was very rare. Mm -hmm. Like I remember on the second record, I remember we had to get Nico to sing something in Chicago. And we just had to tell her what to sing. We had to descend guide tracks, and that was that was that felt kind of weird. Um, like n- none of us were even there. But yeah, uh, for the most part, we did everything. I mean, for a long time, we did everything like together. And now I look back and I feel like that was kind of a waste of money. All that all that money we spent on flights, we could have just we could have just done it long distance, you know. Um, I just, I mean, but we didn't have Zoom back then. You know, I guess, I guess we could have talked on the phone. But mm-hmm. I mean, now it, it would be so easy to record right now. And it's like you're in the same room. You know, like, like I could get on a Zoom call with my bandmates wherever they are in Vancouver and they could record tracks and I could be listening to them and I could say, that's okay, do it again. You know, like I could be. So. That part, that part is that part's pretty convenient, but um, yeah, I don't know. I when did that start? I feel like I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I don't think we did anything long distance, probably till around real bruisers. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't it's hard for, it's hard for me to remember because I'm kind of new to being the techie guy like when when things were being sent around it was never me doing it I I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't the person sending files but now I am so 
it all it all feels pretty new to me now that uh it's it's kind of become my job but yeah it's a i mean i'm glad we can it's 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 not ideal but it's a good way just to it's a good way to just get things together you know like sometimes you just want to get like sometimes you just want to cobble together a rough copy you know Mm. and it's like okay you can we don't all have to be in the same room i can I can start it here with a click track. You can send me stuff. And then you kind of get the arrangement together. And then you start thinking, okay, well, let's do our, let's do our final copy. You know, let's do this. Let's do this proper. Let's get, let's get into the same room with each other. Of course it is a, it is a brilliant record. Um, continue as a guest. It's the, it's the ninth record for the band. Mm-hmm. And I know obviously ninth record, you are all, in your own rights, performers in your own projects as well. So releasing an album really isn't anything new, but I'm, I'm wondering, uh, it's, it's the first we've um, merged. So congratulations for that as well. Yeah, is there yeah. any rituals that kind of come around or is it just kind of old hat now? You're, you're just used to kind of the, the process of releasing a record. Um, well, I feel like it's always changing, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the industry is changing, technology changes. So, you're never, I feel like you're always releasing the record into a new world. Like you don't, you don't know what's changed, you know, like, like on this, like on this, you know, on this album, I'm doing like zoom interviews, you know, Mm. (laughs) like, uh, like I remember on our first record, I remember on our first record thinking that, um, that like websites were like a really low form of media. Like when somebody said, Hey, could you do this website interview? I thought that was like doing an interview with like a photocopied zine, you know, like <laughs> a website. And then, and then somebody says, yeah, this website pitchfork wants to interview you. And you go, sure. Okay. And then, you know, a year later you realize, Oh wait, pitchfork is the biggest thing. Mm. <laughs> you know, like a year ago, a year ago, you didn't think anything about websites, but now, now it's all websites. And then a few years pass and it's like, you know, that that feels like everything. All of a sudden, pitchfork is the main thing. Um, and yeah, it's 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 always it's always been changing like that. And then you know, Spotify shows up, or all all the streaming service, services show up. Um, I don't know. It's a. I, I mean, I'm just happy. I'm happy that I'm still here, but mm-hmm. but I'm I'm kind of amazed that I am, and <laughs> I like I I don't get it. Um, but I'm still I'm still scraping through, so I guess that's good. I still get to do it. Like like I always tell people, I feel like nobody has told me to stop. So that is that is a good thing. Like I still get to do it. <laughs> I think you know, you know, how, however many tickets or records we sell, yeah, that that matters. But I feel like if I still get to do it, then I'm and I'm still in the game. Then I'm gonna take that as a win 100% i'm i'm i find it fascinating that you say that only because of the love well from an outsider's perspective the the love that the new pornographers kind of seem to receive i know that a lot of people were excited for this record i know that you're about to go on a, on a big us tour mm-hmm. is I, with yeah i guess with with each album that comes out is there a surprise that people are still coming out. I know that you just said that then, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I find it a fascinating kind of thought. There, there always has been. It's, 
it's uh, it's always been shocking, and you know, and it and it has kind of gone in waves. You know, like it's it, it's it's not like like there have been times where like we're on the way up, and then you'd go to a city, and it's like, oh, we had a lot less people this show. But then you put out another record, and it's like, oh, we had a bunch. Of, you know, the show is bigger again. Mm-hmm. So it and it kind of goes, it kind of goes up and up and down. But again, yeah, I'm just. I'm just happy that we get to keep doing it. And I always, I have to remind myself, like, it's been like, it's been 22 years, you know, it's been 22 years since our first record came out. So it's amazing to still be going 22 years later, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, I, I just feel like, again, it feels like, it feels like a win to keep doing it. And it's like, okay, are we, are we as popular as we were in 2006? Like, I don't think so. But at the same time, that's not how it works for most bands. You know, you kind of, you, you kind of get, you have, you have waves and sometimes you're more popular than others. But I, I, I'm always impressed every time I go anywhere, I should be used to it, but I'm impressed when people are there. You know, I keep, <laughs> I keep wondering when, when the show's going to happen, where we just step on stage and nobody's there. And I'll go, well, it finally happened. Um, <laughs> but, but no, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, like, and sometimes, especially during the pandemic, when you're spending so much time alone, well, not completely alone. I was with my family, but sometimes I would forget what I do for a living. Like I would always be, I would always be working on music, mm. but, but that, that felt like, oh, that's just what I do. I just work on music, but then you put out the you put out records and you go on stage and you're reminded like, oh, this is what I do, <laughs> you know? Like cause you, you forget, like you take you take a break and you forget that. Oh, right, this is my job. One hundred percent. I'm I'm curious. I wanted to um to I guess talk about a little bit of the songwriting from the record and and what you've touched on and what we've spoken about about that kind of thought of the I guess the after effects of the pandemic. Is that what um uh, bottle episodes is about that kind of being quite insular and, and not really not forgetting, but just being in that your own little world of, of kind of your own space and not having that conscious knowledge of what's going on outside. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think it definitely, definitely is. I think it was a, a very, I think, I think I'm trying to communicate something very ambivalent in that song is that, yeah, like it, a lot of a lot of days did feel like these weird little self-contained bottle episodes, or maybe like an entire year felt like a <laughs> self-contained bottle episode where we stayed on the same little, you know, we barely left our property. We just stayed at home, and uh, yeah, and and like I said before, I I didn't, uh, I I wasn't sure. I kind of liked it, you know. <laughs> there were obvious there were obvious obvious negatives, but I think. You know, it was, I felt, I felt happy to have my, my little place, you know, mm-hmm. like I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt lucky, um, you know, cause we have our house here in Woodstock and we have a few acres. Like we had, we had our own little world here and I thought, okay, that's something, that's something to be grateful for. So it's kind of even, so even though there are a lot of themes of ice isolation in the record, I think it's, it's very kind of, it's kind of hopeful in its way. It's, mm-hmm. I think it, it's a little, a little, a little lighter, like a, 
I'm not I'm not feeling suicidal because I'm trapped at home. I'm you know, I, yeah, like I said, I don't mind it. One hundred percent. I feel like uh, it would not be a new pornographer's record with that kind of juxtaposition of maybe serious lyrical content, but the the sonics that are quite uplifting yourself and Nico trading off harmonies, the the power pop of it all, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I know that we've just spoken about touring and, and coming out to shows might be a little bit preemptive, but is there any chance that at some point this year, maybe next year we could um, see yourself and the gang out here uh, in Australia? Uh, I mean, I'd love to. We all... We all love going out there. It was the last place we were before the pandemic started. Really? <clears throat> yeah, we, we our Australia and New Zealand tour ended like March 8th, 2020. <laughs> Literally two or three days before everything kind of shut down. Um, and I remember I'd been on tour for five or six weeks. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm glad to be home. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't know how long I was going to be at home for. <laughs> that 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 was cut. That was pretty jarring. That was it was. It's it's a strange time to look back on because yeah, I was on. I was on tour for like five weeks, and then it was like world shutting down now. Mm. Like what? I, it was it was it was jarring. Yeah, I imagine it's kind of. Well, from all of the bands and artists that we speak to, it's usually you do get to go home for a week or two and then it's further dates, possibly further plans that you don't get to spend long volumes of time at home. And I imagine that that would have been a bit of a shock to the system. Mm-hmm. Carl, thank you so much for your time and coming onto the podcast. Congratulations on the new pornographer, sorry, the new new pornographers album um, continue as a guest, but yeah, thank you again for coming onto the podcast. Yeah, sorry, sorry we had the tech issues, but um, yeah, nice talking to you.